This is Indirect Kick. Hello, Indirect Fam. We're back. You went to the polls, you voted. And you demanded you get more indirect kick, so we're here. It's a mandate, Brian. I can't believe it. Uh, just a tremendous win, tremendous win. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we're back. That voice you hear is uh, is Brian, the premierless wonder, aka Wayne Rooney's hairline, aka uh, the president of the um, the president of the Josh Sargent fan club. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing pretty good. Doing, doing good. I am the Lucho Acosta's fan. I still stand him, even though he missed the penalty, which we will get into. But um, uh, and and I am the Highbury hunk. Um, and let's well, let's get into it. Uh, let's do some quick kicks. Just two things to talk about. Um, oh, well, sorry. This is kind of me springing this on you, but the U.S. roster came out. No Michael Bradley. We don't have to get deep into it. Um, but no Michael Bradley. Um. Are you are you sad for Michael Bradley? So my only take on this roster is that we can't really take too much of it because we still have uh, David Sarakin as the head coach, and I think the only reason he is the head coach for these two upcoming games is because the guy who's going to take that job on a permanent basis is still coaching in the playoffs. Yes, Tata Martino. Let's go. Let's. He's not going to take that Mexico job. Um, that's we're talking about Greg Bol- Ber, uh, Berhalter. Uh, yes, yeah, Greg Ber- Berhalter. Yeah, so um, yeah, we're playing England and Italy. Italy, yeah. Okay, I was almost said France, but I think the game is in France. But yeah, um, uh, that leads into my other quick hit, which is uh, Wayne Rooney. He's back on the England squad, and my question yeah. for you. Uh, this is going to be his 120 cap, 20th cap. Uh, he's the leading goal scorer in England history. What question are you? Um, are you? Do you have any righteous dig- indignation for this, like uh, like the English media does? Uh, no, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I think I'm it's... not really sure why there's so much righteous indignation in the first place. Well, okay, really. so I'm going to try and keep this as short as possible because I have a whole thing, but I'll I'll I'll. I'll I'll graciously not keep it short. So basically, I was. This is from. This is other sources I've heard, but mostly from the game. Did a big rant about this, where it's like you're taking caps away from uh, young players, which is like, okay, oh you want you like rest Kerry Kane, and you can still play like Kellen Williams. Um, but whatever. Um, and like he didn't earn anything. It's and like it's like insulting to the Americans. It's like I'm not insulted by this. Like it, the game doesn't. I know the game doesn't matter for England. <laughs> it like definitely. Well, it doesn't matter for us. But it's like we're definitely going there to show that we can hang with like a team that was like in the semifinals of the World Cup. England doesn't care. This is a warm up for the Croatia game in the Nations League. Like I know yeah. what this is. Like it's not. I'm not insulted by it. And also, it's cool that they're honoring him and they're doing something for his foundation. So it's just like, it's just like a nice moment. It doesn't. I don't know. I just I think England's relationship with that era of England is is weird because it's not like they're bringing about like David Beckham and Rio Ferdinand and you know all the 
old players. It's one player. He's like you can even add like an extra roster spot. I think I'm not exactly sure, but you can add an extra roster spot like for that. So it's not a problem. I don't know why people are upset about this, but you know that's the English media for you. Yeah, I don't have much to add. That's it. I just I have a forum now, so I can say this. <laughs> um, anyway, um, I think that's it. Oh, sorry, that's not it. Sorry. Um, we should mention that um, um, Leicester's or- owner uh, Vishai Sharva Vada Hana pra- Prabha. Um, sorry for butchering that, but he tragically passed away in a helicopter cla- cla- crash after a, a Leicester home game um, right outside the stadium. Uh, he was um, really good for the community. Um, he uh, he was really invested in like the local colleges and local schools there. Um, and obviously, the team is very shaken up by it. Um, they did win. I forgot who they played. Um, they won one nothing versus versus Cardiff. They went to Car. They took a bus there. They didn't fly. Um, I know that part. Yeah. But um, yeah, they got a win. It was very emotional. Um, uh, it was it was uh, very emotional when they when they got those three points in Cardiff. So uh, you know, RIP to uh, to Vishai. Um, community is very affected. You know, thoughts to his family and all that stuff. But you know, I, I know it happened a while ago. But you know, we haven't had a podcast since it happened, so I thought I'd at least mention it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. I guess we can move on to uh to MLS. Let's do it. Um. So the playoffs have begun. Um. Our local local squad is no longer in those playoffs because they lost to the momentum killers of Columbus Crew. Yes, the Columbus Crew. Um. So. DC United goes up in the 21st minute uh, from a Briant kind of ugly goal, but a g- ugly goal counts the same as a pretty goal, as a banger from 40 yards out. Um, so, I, you know, it's, it's looking good. And then in the, the well, 10 minutes later, uh, uh, Federico Iguain, Gonzalo Iguain's brother, um, probably he probably hears it all the time. He probably hates that. He probably does. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, scores. Um and it goes to all the way to extra time. Uh, he scores again. Uh, a header. Yeah, header. Scores a header. Um, he scores again in um, in extra time. It looks like the game's about to be over. Then Nick DeLeon, who everyone was begging to come into the game for DC United, scores like one of the best goals so far in the playoffs. Uh, and you just think it's going to be um, – you think it's it's time. When you go to penalties, we have all the momentum. Um then penalties happen, uh, and they didn't start off great. Um, no. Wayne Rooney uh, stepped up, and uh, just uh, Zach Steffen is the penalty master. He did not. He did not make his penalty. He kicked it kind of like uh, Steffen really guessed completely right. I think he kicked it to the left. Um, yeah, it was started off bad, and uh, it looked Nick DeLeon had a chance to be like the double hero, and he just yeah, completely badly. shanked it. That was a rough penalty. Um, and then um, uh, Costa also missed his penalty. So that was kind of a, a – I feel like it was a um, – what's it called? Like a microcosm of the whole game because Acosta and Rooney really – their magic connection that through this kind of like last half of the season run really was not there. Columbus did a really good job of taking them both out of the game, I think. 
You have to give Will Trapp credit for that, I think. A lot of it, a lot of the credit goes to Will Trapp for his performance. Yeah, and... Wayne Rooney and Lucho. And this has to make you feel... And even, we'll talk about... I'll I'll briefly go over um, the rest of the MLS games, but this in the Red Bulls game has to make you feel a little better than about Zach Steffen being the number one goalkeeper and... um, and uh, Greg Berhalter being the uh, the manager of the United States. It definitely team. does. It definitely does. That was like a silver lining. Although Zach Steffen had a pretty... The first DC United goal, uh, the Briant goal, was off of a pretty ugly mistake by Steffen. So not a perfect evening by any means. Yeah, I mean, they're, they don't, they're not always... They aren't always perfect. But, uh, no, I definitely think... That uh, the crew shut down Rooney, shut down Acosta, and bossed the midfield for a good chunk of that game, and probably you know shaded it just a bit, just enough to be deserving winners. As sad as that makes me feel, uh, that the season has come to an end for DC United after such a great run these last couple of months. This is the second season in a row that the crew have knocked off a team in the first round uh, in penalties. They beat Atlanta on penalties last season. So it's sort of a, a theme for them. Yeah, why couldn't we get Philly? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I have uh, credit to the fans who went to the game. or Audi Field, it was jumping. It was like one of the great atmosphere. And it just really showed the di- like the difference of having your own real soccer stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, so credit to them. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to go. I knew a guy, um, our boy Matt, friend of the podcast. He he went to the he went to the uh, he was at the game. Uh, it looked super fun. Even though some certain people on Twitter were complaining that soccer sucks or whatever. I don't know why you went, but okay. <laughs> um. Anyway. Um. Yeah. I mean, DC United. I feel you got to feel good about DC United's future. Um, yeah, definitely. I guess I, I guess the hope is you know hopefully uh, the. Columbus blueprint isn't like able to be copied <laughs> for everyone to do, but I think some of that is mostly like actual like good coaching. I don't think every team's gonna be able to like just take Acosta and Rooney out of the game. Um, yeah, hopefully. I mean, hope maybe we can get some more big names. Well, I mean, I don't think there's a bigger name than Rooney that you could sign, but like somewhat big name signings are like restructure this uh, to bolster the squad. But uh, I feel good about what happened, considering considering that we were in last place for most of the season. To like even to host a home game in the playoffs is it's insane. It's like it has to be one of the craziest. You know the thing think about MLS because it's not necessarily like a major league. We didn't talk. We, the media doesn't really talk about how remarkable this was. But like if you compare it to like other sports, like it's like completely insane. It's like it's specifically American sports in terms because like. Coming, uh, coming back from like huge deficits in like divisions or conferences, it's like has to be one of the craziest like sports stories. Yeah, it definitely was the the resurgence from the last half of the season. Part of that was uh, Rooney. Part of that was all the home games, the new stadium. Um, but yeah, they definitely had all this momentum going into this game, and it is a little sad to see it come to an end in a kind of arbitrary way. And penalties, and but, and, and shout yeah, out to the breaks, and shout out to uh, DC United fans for not throwing things or saying homophobic chants. Yes, <laughs> um, that is speaking of which. Hmm, 
the next game, uh, LAFC uh, versus Real Salt Lake. That stadium in LA, the new one that they built, is like an awesome stadium. The fans are there. It is. Um, the fans are always like fill that place out. They actually went to um, they went to Dortmund to like learn how to be be fans. That was a weird video, but it was still kind of cool. But they went to Dortmund to like take lessons from like the yellow wall and all that stuff. So like they're very passionate fans, but you know sometimes you could take it too far. Yeah, they definitely took it over the line a I, little bit. I kind of feel like that first goal shouldn't have counted. <laughs> um, to explain what happened, uh, I forget who scored it, but um, basically they were throwing things. Um, De Silva from LAFC, Danilo uh, De Silva. Um, um, yeah. they um, they were. It was like a free. It was like on a corner, basically. People were throwing things, and Nick Romando, the goalkeeper of RSL, were like looking back and kind of like telling people to stop. And kind of like right after that, they scored a goal. Um, and it just felt like, and they had to stop the game. They had to stop the game for like five minutes. Um, to and I, I thought they were going to discount that goal, on, especially like when because MLS does have VAR, but they kept the goal. Uh, LFC, LF, LAFC scored first. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, RSL scored first. Um, because uh, uh, Krelich uh, scored first. Um, he scored a really good goal, but he was not better than his second. Well, it was out tied the game. Christian Ramirez took the um, tied the game back. I'm sorry, took the lead, and then Krelich again tied the game with one of the best goals in the playoffs. Uh, he like karate kicked it into the goal. Um, so go look up that goal, and then. Um, Unfortunately, the game ended on an own goal. You never want to see a game end on an own goal. Um, but uh, yeah, RSL. You know that's what happens. You don't don't be assholes and you'll win games. That's not necessarily true, but don't be dicks, LAFC fans. Yeah, it was sort of. Uh, I mean, it was a great game. Uh, yeah, I think it was the most like interesting. Maybe not the best played, but I thought it was like the most interesting playoff game so far. Maybe it was, uh, it was a compelling spectacle. Though, yeah, for sure. maybe Seattle Portland was the first leg was better, but I, I I was like totally gripped in in that game, and it made me feel better after DC United's loss. Yeah, I mean, all the a lot of these games in the in the playoffs have been KG kind of crazy stuff has happened. Um, RSL scored another crazy goal uh, in the second round. Who, who was that? Who scored that? Was that uh? Um, that was uh. Albert, Rusnak, yeah, uh, Rusnak, uh, Rusnak. Yeah. That uh, goal against Kansas City. Right. That was an insane one or one two. To another, so another great goal. RSL always seems to get it done, man. They're like a team that sort of flies under the radar, but always plays well and. Makes the playoffs and yeah, kind of a little San Antonio Spursy, you know. You know, you kind of forget about them, but they're always good. Yeah. Um. Okay. Just go a quick. Give a quick thing if you have thoughts. Jump in. Uh. NYFC beat um Philadelphia three one. They pretty much dominated them the whole game. Yeah, that game was totally dominated by NYCFC. The attendance didn't ever look like they were threatening. Yeah. At all. The uh the attendance at the NYFC uh game was. Pretty bad, but it wasn't as noticeable as the next game. Um, FC Dallas uh, played in front of twenty people. Uh, they they lost to Portland two uh, one. Uh, Diego Valeri showing why he was the MVP last year. Um, mm-hmm. it was, that was basically him versus Dallas. 
Uh, yeah, that was that was a low point for MLS playoffs this year. Uh, that that Dallas game on Halloween, late notice in the rain. I know I'm making excuses, but yeah, but I mean, a similar. This is not just an MLS thing. A similar thing happened with college football. So, um, you know how like every every year they on New Year's Day they do like the um, playoffs, like the semifinals. Yeah. So. I, like the second year they did it, I think I don't remember the exact year. The second year that they did the playoff, they did the games on New Year's Eve, and like nobody watched them. Obviously, it wasn't like MLS numbers, but it was like it was like half the people. It was like a, it was like a fifty percent drop. So like don't don't schedule important things on like holiday or specifically holidays where people go out. You don't want to do it where people are going out trying to get drunk. That's not where you want to schedule your big sporting events. Yeah, yeah, they kind of. I don't know if there was another day they could have played the game or that was just the bad hands they were dealt, but it wasn't a great look. Yeah, well, yeah, it wasn't a great look, um, but we don't have to worry about uh, FC Dallas att- attendance anymore. No. Um, so the set of the Final Four, they have played the first legs of those games, is Columbus, New York Red Bulls, who won the Supporter Shield and had the best record, uh, most points in MLS history, um, Portland, Seattle, and then New York City FC, Atlanta United, RSL or Real Salt Lake and Sporting Kansas City. So the first legs were played. Um, it look it's looking like it's going to be so Metro again. It looking like New York Red Bulls are going to find a way to blow this again. I hope so. That'd be that'd be really funny. That'll make me feel better. I'm I I'm a I'm a crew fan now. Yeah, uh, I like Giassi's artist. He was just named MLS Comeback Player of the Year. Yes, he was is. That today yes. or yesterday? I think it was today. Um, Totally deserved, by the way. He's had a great season. Yes, which is another <laughs> another uh, feather in the cap for uh, for Berhalter being the U.S. men's national coach. Yeah, um, I mean that's definitely an angle that is uh, people are paying attention to, and bodes well for him if he can take this team deep in the playoffs. Uh, okay, so Portland, uh, Seattle, we have a Cascadia Cup uh, playoff matchup. Uh, Portland won 2-1 in Portland. Uh, Seattle got an important uh, away goal in that game. But um, it's weird. The, weirdly, I, maybe this is because of the Seahawks. I don't know. But the game, the second leg of this series is going to be played on Thursday while the rest of the game is going to be played on Sunday. I don't really understand why that's happening, but that's the way it's happening. <laughs> MLS man scheduling can never figure it out. Yeah, well, at least they don't. At least they figured out not to put the MLS Cup on like a Sunday in the middle of the football season. Yeah. They finally figured that out. They figured out that maybe we'll compete with college football instead of the NFL. Mm. So, as far as the the game goes tomorrow, I'm looking forward to seeing Jeremy Abobase again, mm-hmm. who's had a strong end to the season. He's a young player. I think he was on one of those U-17 or U-20 teams that did well a few years back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's a young player who's got a lot going for him, and maybe we'll see him in national team colors in the next uh few months potentially no, another another uh, addition of hashtag play your kids yes exactly <laughs> all right uh nycfc and atlanta united um atlanta united grab uh 
important away goal for their. I'm sure that that match is going to be probably like seventy thousand people at the second leg. Yeah, I only see one winner of this game, to be honest. Yeah, I I agree. Um, getting that goal was a uh, in the uh, also um Waka Flocka Flame was there. He flew all the way to New York to go watch the game. So he would rather have he would rather have um an MLS Cup than a Grammy. Which uh, I mean, the MLS Cup is more realistic than Waka Flocka Flame winning a Grammy. But <laughs> sure, all right. Never say never, man. Yeah. You know, Atlanta getting that away goal is huge because NYCFC has, they've only lost at home like twice all season or mm-hmm. something crazy. Just that that home field advantage playing at Yankee Stadium with the terrible field and yeah, that's like really the, narrow field. They're like mini pitch. <laughs> yeah, it's embarrassing, but it's a whole other subject. Yeah. They, they try to make it like their own because they have like all like the, uh, the smoke coming out of like the the cone what are those things called like the traffic things i don't know what the word is i'm blinking on the word i'm, I'm blanking too well you know what i'm talking about right yeah yeah okay um all right last the last game of the first leg was uh rsl on sporting kansas city we kind of talked about that but that was a 1-1 game um i'm gonna get uh, this is kind of another thing about um i think I only see one winner of this series it's going back to kansas city for the second leg on sunday um, I can't imagine that uh, Sporting Kansas City um, loses this series. Yeah, I definitely think SKC are heavy favorites. These are two two of the more likable teams, I think. I like both these teams. I think they are well-run and sort of model Major League Soccer the franchises, I guess, for lack of a better term. Uh, so, yeah, I agree with you. Um, and uh, they had a couple of good goals, so... Hopefully it'll be an exciting game. Yes, I think it will be. Um, so that's the shape up. Do you have like a prediction you want to give? Like a, I know we didn't do like a proper MLS pre- playoff preview of a prediction of a who who you think's gonna win. Uh, all right, I guess my prediction is that the that's so Metro the Red Bulls are gonna blow it. All right, I like that. I, I'm a big I'm a big fan of that. I'm just just being optimistic here. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll say um, Atlanta and Sporting Kansas City. Okay, those are two good picks. Yeah. Um, We're steering away from Cascadia, which I think is wise. Yeah. Who knows how that's going to go? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Because it is, it, that can go any, any, any way. It's only 2 1. Though yeah. Seattle does have a uh, an away goal, so they really just need to score one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's the MLS Cup Finals. It was fun. It was fun having those like four games all at the same time, like while they were watching football. Like that's how I watch the games. Like I just kind of like, <laughs> all right. It's like, oh, that was fun. What's what's the next game? And it's fun. Uh, the ratings weren't good, but I had fun. So I, I like that they did like all the four games like all right in a row. No, yeah, I think that's a good strategy. Definitely having the back to back. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do you have any more uh, any uh, more MLS takes? Nope. Should we uh, cross the pond? Yeah, let's cross the pond. Um, all right. So, Premier League. Um, Man City beat. Well, let's give a little summary. Man City beat um, uh, Southampton six one. They're pretty good. Uh, Tottenham well, won three two. We talked about Leicester. Man United got a win. Yeah, all the all these other teams, blah blah blah, 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 blah whatever. Let's talk about the real game. Oh, Chelsea won. 
Kyle give a Chelsea shout out for Greg. He's not here today, but we go we'll give a Chelsea shout out. But the game of the day to get that that everyone was looking forward to. Before you get into the game, the game that you, we really want to talk about, uh-huh. I just want to want to mention Manchester City. Their goal difference right now is plus twenty nine. Mm-hmm. They've scored thirty three goals and given up four. Right now, no other team has scored more than twenty nine goals. Their goal difference. They have a better goal difference than Chelsea, who has scored 27, which is the most any of any team not named Manchester City. Just as a preface for this uh, Liverpool conversation. Are you um? Are you trying to say that Manchester City is a pretty good team? They're, they're pretty good. Okay, that's what I'm getting at. All right, well, that's, you're really sticking your neck out there. Was <laughs> um, yeah, they're ridiculous. Um, I feel bad for Southampton. Um, I know, I did too. Um, I don't remember the exact score when we played. I think it was two nothing, but I was like two nothing's not bad if you look at it. <laughs> yeah, it's there's actually um, not to get sidetracked down the Manchester City rabbit hole, but there's been a whole series of articles that have come out. I think it was uh, the German newspaper Der Spiegel or maybe the Guardian or, or both of them that have had sort of. Uh, Exposes on the Manchester City finances. Oh, if your if your club is not on that list, you're you true for a broke boy team. <laughs> your team is broke. You need to get your your money up. Come on, like get on the secret secret <laughs> Champions League fake league list. That's where you yeah. know you made it. My team's <laughs> on there. Greg's team's on there. I don't think Letty was on that list. Juan Diego. You need to you need to look at your finances. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, it's no sorry. To be serious, there's no shock that soccer's corrupt. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it, there's no, but it's still worth just acknowledging. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned it though. Um, yeah, so the game that we were, I was uh, very subtly hinting at was Arsenal played Liverpool. Their first, technically, they had two tests that they failed at the beginning of the season, but we don't count those. Uh, their first real test of the season against Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool hasn't lost this year. They're in second place behind Man City. Um, Arsenal is coming off a tie, but they won uh, seven, eight uh, Premier League games in a row. Uh, I think it was 11 total uh, games in a row. Tied with Crystal Palace in a little bit of a disappointing game. Um, this is just giving a little context. Hector Bellerin had to come off with a hamstring injury. It wasn't exactly sure if he was going to play. Uh, so it was. There was talk of, and it wasn't Kalashnik who ended up starting. Uh, there was talk that Dana Jacka was going to have to play left back, which would have been probably not good. Uh, but they uh, they did play. Uh, Kalashnik played his first Premier League game of the year. Bellerin played. He didn't miss any time, um, and they they needed it. Uh, they needed both those guys. They both played. Oh, well, Bellerin more, but I think Kalashnik had a solid game too. Um, so it ended up being a one-one tie. Uh, I would say, in terms of the, I hate the who deserved it talk, but I would say that uh, Liverpool probably deserved. I know a lot of people saying Arsenal were the better team. I think Liverpool maybe didn't play better, but I do think they had more of the chances, maybe, and they definitely should have had a goal that was taken away because of an offside. But there's no VAR, so whose whose fault is that? Um, but yeah, I, um, I was very impressed. I was impressed that. Um, 
I'm impressed that Arsenal like went for it because a criticism that has during this kind of streak when we were kind of playing not very good teams, you know, teams that <laughs> these like Eastern European teams that nobody's heard of, um, was that in the first half we just kind of play like crap and we just we're not into the game and it's like we're trying to figure it out. Well, it's like okay, well you can't figure it out against like Mosala. You gotta like have a plan coming in, and it felt like we did. We were very aggressive. Um, really went for it and I, I think uh Terrera was chasing every ball and you know we did give up that goal but even that the goal that we gave up was just kind of a sloppy goal that happened to fall was that James Milner who scored yeah that was James Milner who scored yeah, even, that, Milner. even that goal was kind of sloppy it wasn't like it wasn't a skill goal or really I guess maybe you could say Leno made a mistake maybe but I, I it just kind of something that happened and you know the lock of that goal was very beautiful um but yeah I like uh, I guess my question for you, Brian, do we have our Arsenal back? Our Arsenal back? Our Arsenal, that's um, right. Anna seems that way. Unai Emery seems to be he pressing all the right buttons these days. Um, I mean, he's able to squeeze Lacazette, Ozil, Aubameyang, and Mkhitaryan all in the field, and it seemed to work. Uh, I think Lucas Torreira is a big part of that. He's turning into a really important part of that I don't team. I don't want to compare him to Conte yet but I think he can get to that level you think so I mean it's well I mean he's he's a he's already a key player for them at this point yeah it's um, kind of ridiculous that it took him so long to get in the starting lineup <laughs> I know you know it, what, I remember our conversations back a couple months ago or like why are they bringing him on halfway through the second half like, right He's making an immediate impact. Like he should be starting. Uh, speaking of starting, what did you think of the goalkeeper, Leno? Uh, I think Leno's been all right. Um, I definitely think he's better for the system that Emery wants to play. Uh, he's definitely better at like having the ball at his feet and kind of playing out the back. And like Peter Cech is probably a better goalkeeper in terms of like stopping goals. But I think in terms of like the system that Emery wants to play. Uh, I think I would go with Leno. I think I don't think you can take put check back in the lineup now. I think he's he's played well enough to earn that starting spot. I think. Yeah, I I would agree. Um, as well, far as Liverpool goes, like uh, I think they they had several chances. Um, Virgil Van Dyke had several chances. <laughs> yeah, he Harry. did. Yes, he did. Um, yeah, he he hit like the he hit like the side of the. Uh, of the uh, the goal uh, of the post like right before halftime, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, he's I mean he's yeah, really he's I mean, he's a person who's really changed that team too. Like um, Liverpool can really dig in and defend now. It's kind of it's it's definitely a lot different than the Liverpool from like a year or two ago. Yeah, I mean he's he was worth all the money they paid for him. Yeah, no doubt. And I know now that. I know I was talking about uh, Manchester City, but it's only a two-point gap from City to Liverpool and Chelsea, so it's not like uh, over, even though it feels like Manchester City are invincible, but they have just one or two wobbles against a couple of teams, then they're right back in it so they're definitely not pulling away like they did last year i, I would say they're still uh, man city are definitely the the favorites and they have a big game on sunday uh the manchester derby sunday against manchester united but um 
Yeah, I mean, I think they're the favorites, but they're not. They don't look. Well, they look really good, but there's definitely it's it's not. They haven't pulled away yet. They could yeah. look invulnerable as if like Chelsea or Liverpool slip up, um, but they look like at least there's somewhat. There's a couple teams on their heels at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, speaking of, oh, go ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, speaking of the Manchester Derby, Manchester United's had a little bit of uh, ounces go their way these last couple of games. They won over the weekend. Um, they won today. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, uh, Mourinho... and they're only four points out of the Champions League spot right now. Yeah, and Mourinho went full like. Uh wrestling heel today in Turin. Yeah, he definitely did. Um, so I think uh, they're going to be, the Reds, the Red Devils are going to be amped for this game this weekend. And I think Manchester City might uh, be in for a bit of a surprise, to be honest. Yeah, it's definitely a statement game. I think uh, I would... Well, I'm not sure I'd pick yeah. Manchester United, but it wouldn't surprise me. I, I expect them to be up for it uh, if... And Mourinho's the coach that I mean, he is the coach that everybody says he is. But if you know Mourinho is still that guy, that guy, he's gonna have this team ready to beat Manchester City. At least like go out there, maybe not beat them, but ready to really give it a go, give it a go. Yeah, I could see it being an ugly like nil nil draw or something. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I just think he's gonna he's yeah I I, I yeah I I agree with you. Well, what I wanted to say was. Um, I feel like, you know, a criticism of Arsenal, um, like Arsenal fans, is that the stadium is just very quiet and it's like, um, you know, the atmosphere is kind of gone since the new stadium is built. The Emirates has sounded so louder than I've heard in a long time. Obviously, I wasn't there, so I couldn't, like, tell you from what it is. But I, from even watching on TV, it just seems like they really, like, there's really belief in the new manager. Like it's real. It's like it feels like we have our arsenal back. Like people really believe. Um, I want to use a phrase that you might be familiar with. They are, we are trusting the process. <laughs> uh, what I mean is, um, for those of you who are basketball fans, uh, you probably know what trusting the process. Is. We're not tanking, of course. We're like we're losing on purpose. But I think with like a lot of what Embry does, because he does seem like a very um, kind of a thoughtful person. Like in the terms of like. Um, really thinking about what he does and, like, does a lot of tinkering and stuff like that. And I think he's, like, still trying to figure it out. So he's experimenting here and he's putting this guy here and stuff like that. So he's still trying to figure out everything. But I feel like he has, he's had more hits than misses. So I say, so I think, like, he's done enough to, like, okay, think this guy could really do something. So I, I'm, I'm all on board on Emery. He's, he's like, um, he's, he's um, sold me. I'm sold on Emery. I think he's um, going to be great for Arsenal. I think he's... I think it's the manager that he, we probably needed. I like I love the way he that he plays that kind of aggressive like pressing style that we played against Liverpool. I love that style. Just watching it, I love that style, and I think that's the best style for us to play. I think we have like a lot of defensively. We're not exactly like you know um, we're not Atleti, Atletico Madrid. Uh, just a shout out to Juan Diego, uh, but you know I think we do have a lot of offensive attacking talent. So to He's, I think he's using our strengths, and I think that's why it's kind of been why we've been successful. Yeah, if you look, I mean, you're, you've scored 25 goals, which is third most behind only City and Chelsea, but you've uh, conceded 14, which is 
significantly more than the top three. Yeah, and, and to be fair to the to the to the defense, it's it's um there's been a lot of injuries. Montreal didn't play in the game. Klaus just came back from injury. Hector Berlin just came off of a hamstring, so we definitely need like defensive depth. Uh, hopefully that can be uh, addressed in January. But uh, in terms of like the season, I mean, I think we've probably said this before. I'm not gonna go crazy and say we're gonna win the league. I mean, I feel like Arsenal fans have been pretty, uh, from what I've seen online, have been pretty. I'm sure there are some who just like we're gonna like win the Champions League, even though we're not in the Champions League. But um, you know, who said like, oh, we're gonna win the league, we're gonna do this. But I think you know, top four. That's still that's still the goal, and I think it's uh, every game. It just kind of makes me believe that we're definitely gonna get at least the top four four spot. Which you know. Um, you know, Jurgen Klopp, it took him a couple of years to figure it out for with Liverpool um, and really get them into to being contenders. So I think this year it's going to be kind of where we figure it out, kind of get back to like that top tier, it's in that top tier, top four place, and then maybe next year we'll contend. But this year I'm, ha- I'm like, I know, I, I know, I have a, a, I'm accepting not winning the league, you know? Like, I'm not even going to, like, think about winning the league. Maybe if, like, these next games go and City drops some points and we catch up, maybe I'll start talking crazy. But right now, I'm just like, okay, this is top four. We're fifth now. We're tied with Tottenham. Okay, top four. That's yeah, not- I mean, if you have these kinds of performances against the top two or three teams, like, that's what you need to do. Get those uh, points against the top teams. Yeah, and, and, um, and we, have, uh, we have Manchester United uh, and Tottenham coming up those are like right after each other so we're really going to be tested <laughs> but yeah the north london derby is going to be a big game because if there's one team you're competing with in the champion to get a champions league spot with it's Tottenham right now yeah i yeah i i agree it's going to be a big game so um we gotta bring i'm just gonna i'm gonna do like ufc style call outs we gotta bring uh juan pablo juan diego's brother onto the podcast Get his uh, for the uh, for the long time interview. I'm gonna talk to him about that. We're gonna, um, that's gonna be a, that should be a fun one. Um, uh, yeah, but I guess we can move. Any any other Premier League thoughts? Uh, um, nope. I don't think so. I think I'm good. All right. Well, um, I guess we should just talk a little bit about Champions League. Just to give a little summary. Um, Anything? Did anything jump out at you for the Champions League this week? Um. Well, Real Madrid kind of got back on an even footing. They scored a bunch of goals today. Oh yes. Um. Manchester City scored a bunch of goals. Manchester United, we alluded to, snuck a win today against Juventus. Totally you know, undeserved, frankly. I have. It's no secret that I hate Manchester United, uh, and I hate Jose Mourinho. Those are two separate things. I don't hate him because he coaches Manchester United. I hate him, and he coaches <laughs> Manchester United. But, um, I was kind of, I, I wouldn't say I was happy Manchester United won, but the, that... Oh, uh, I was. Well, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. That was, that was really funny Well, like, especially with Ronaldo scoring and doing, like, the point to his ab. I was like, I'm glad that that doesn't mean anything anymore. I'm glad that you're that dumb. That was a beautiful goal, though. He scored a great goal. Oh, no. Goal, I mean, he's... I mean, Ronaldo's... <laughs> I'm not denying Ronaldo's greatness. I'm just saying, I'm glad that that celebration doesn't mean anything. Because no way he's going to talk about you pointing at your abs anymore. They're going to talk about the goal, but they're not going to talk about celebration anymore. They're going to talk about, like, Mourinho doing the Hulk Hogan on the, on the touch line yeah and that goal that they scored uh, Manchester United the first goal uh, the one not a free kick that was a fantastic free kick that was just uh, the fake out with Ashley Young 
going up, and he totally fooled Chesney, who took a couple steps uh, to his left in the wrong direction. By the t- so by the time Monmata had kicked it, yeah, he I agree. Didn't have time yeah. to to get back over. It was just a it was a really handsome free kick goal, and then the second the go ahead goal, like three minutes later, also from a free kick. Um, I think they ended up crediting it as an own goal to Alex Sandro, but uh, I'm not really sure you can say it was his fault. Yeah, I, I think it's just because he touched it last. I don't think it was... Yeah, yeah it just kind of bounced off his foot. Yeah, I don't know if... Uh, I know Fellaini got a little bit on it, but it's hard to give him too much credit for mm. that goal, too. Uh, but it was an ugly goal to give up, and after getting outplayed for most of the game, they snagged two late goals to come away with the win. So. He can't. He can't keep getting away with it. This is. It was. Uh, it was. It was like. It was kind of like Fergie time, but not quite. Yeah. <laughs> with a Mourinho spin on it. Yeah. Well, um, other other Champions League news. Um, Liverpool lost. They lost to uh, Red Star Belgrade. Yeah, uh, they right. lost two nothing. They pretty much get, uh, got like dominated in in uh in Belgrade. Uh, that was a pretty raucous game. Um, I know Shakiri didn't play because of, like political reasons. Um, uh, Bruges destroyed uh, uh, Monaco. Um, the Henri era in Monaco as the manager isn't going too great. No, it hasn't started off super well. <laughs> yeah. Um, Atleti <laughs> get their revenge. They went two nothing against Dortmund in, in Madrid uh, after they got drubbed like four nothing last time they played. Uh, Tottenham escapes. I'm so mad. I'm, I, uh, I don't know what I'm more mad about, Manchester United escaping or Tottenham. Well, Tottenham would have been eliminated if they lost. I'm more mad about Tottenham escaping. They, ah, uh, Harry Kane, I hate you. Not really, but, you know. Um, he, yep, he had another winning goal. <laughs> yeah. Harry Kane. Turns out he's pretty good. Yeah, he's okay. He's all right. Man City dominated uh, Shakhtar Donetsk. Uh, and uh, I think we mentioned Real Madrid, you know, dominated uh, one five nothing. Okay, um, that's Champions League. Uh, one, we'll just do one last thing. Um, we're not gonna take you to the casino, Brian. You're not. You shouldn't be a gambler. I hope you're not. Hope you're not putting anything in to go into your bookie because you're not good at betting. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you lost your yeah. bet with Juan Diego. I think we mentioned it last time. Um, how much you guys put up? Like a hundred. Hundred thou, what, 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 big yeah, money? Yeah, definitely at least five figures. So. <laughs> yeah, big, big money betting. Yeah, um, yeah, um, Lopetegui fired from Real Madrid. Um, they have hired uh, Santiago um, uh, Sorry, uh, he used to play for Real Madrid. Um, yeah, it's been going pretty well. They won both of their games. I don't know. Did he coach the one before when we were talking, or no? I know he coached the game against Vidalid this past weekend, and then he coached uh, today. I don't think he was there before. Yeah, that's, so those two games. He's yeah, so two, and two there games. are two, and two pretty dominant wins, too. They won 2 nothing in the La Liga, and then they won 5 nothing in the Champions League. So, yeah, so. Going pretty good. Um, I forgot to mention in quick kicks, um, doesn't look like Arsene Wenger's going to Real Madrid. It looks like he's going to AC Milan. 
which is probably a better job. I that's a lot of pressure. I would not want. The, I honestly would not want the Real Madrid job. So hopefully he's yeah. successful in Madrid. I mean in uh, Milan. Yeah, I want him to succeed. I think uh, AC Milan has a lot of good players. They've got more good players than they've had in the last couple seasons. So. And Arsene Wenger finally gets to uh, coach uh, Gazelle Iguain. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, a shorter one than we usually do. Uh, but I don't know. You have any other soccer thoughts? Any other soccer thoughts? No. I'm looking forward to the Manchester Derby this weekend. Oh yes, uh, MLS playoffs on Sunday, Manchester Derby on Sunday. Um, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Fun weekend of soccer. Um, uh, subscribe to us on all those platform: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, we're on Instagram, Indirect Kick Pod at Indirect Kick Pod. Um, and yeah, that's it. Um, uh, Greg's album's coming out soon. I, I, um, I'll get the information from him later. Um, but yeah, all right. Um, see ya. See you guys soon.